Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by. And you know what? Thriving is what this show is about. It's been about that from day one, even when it was known as cross-busting your way to an awesome life. And so how do we deal with some of the stress in our lives? How do we deal with understanding the differences between, uh, you know, who we are? How, how do we step forward in life and truly thrive? What does it mean to be connected? What does it mean to have juicy, juicy, juicy relationships? Well, I want to tell you that my very special guest today not only can answer those questions, but a ton more that we're going to cover today. I'm so thrilled and honored to have Dr. John Gray back on the show, internationally recognized expert in the field of communication and relationships and author of over 15 books. He has been conducting personal growth seminars for quite some time. He has helped countless people truly understand what it means to connect heart to heart. And many of you know him from his groundbreaking work and certainly his groundbreaking book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And that book was recognized by USA Today as one of the best-selling books of the 1990s and translated into over 40 languages. He has appeared on, you name it, he's been there. Oprah, the Today Show, the Early Show, Good Morning American, The View, and beyond. Today he's joining me because he has got a hot, hot, hot new book. And we're talking about this today, so needed. This new book is Why Mars and Venus Collide, Improving Relationships by Understanding How Men and Women Cope Differently with Stress. So those of you out there thinking, uh, could it get any more stressful than what we got right now? We've got some solutions and answers for you. Dr. Gray, thank you so much for joining us today. Boy, is this book in time or what? Well, thank you so much. It seems to be very appropriate these days. Uh, you know, stress is almost like somebody's second name uh, these days. I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and, and no one really is talking about sort of the, the threat of stress that seems to be infiltrating into our lives, our families, our relationships, you name it, and uh, into our pocketbooks. And so here you are with this fabulous best-selling book, uh, Why Mars and Venus Collide. And I think intuitively we have a sense of that, but we don't really have the answers, do we? No, and the answers aren't obvious. It really, it, it, they're counterintuitive because we intuitively think what's good for me is good for others. And we also think what was good for me is good for me now, and times have changed. And the hardwiring in our bodies haven't changed, but the outer world has changed, changed dramatically. And I think we can focus first on how women uh, cope with stress. It, it's, you know, great insights come when we, when we look at what science has revealed to us. And science has revealed in the last five years they've made a stunning discovery in the field of stress management in terms of researching how our bodies react to stress. And what they found is women's bodies react very differently than men's. And there's a, um, 
there's a stress hormone called cortisol. Now, that's the same in both men and women, but what lowers cortisol levels in women is very different from in men. And there's a hormone called oxytocin, and oxytocin is generally stimulated um, when you're in a calm, relaxed, uh, nurturing, friendship, cooperative, collaborative, communicative situation. All those factors tend to go along with oxytocin. And when you're in that kind of a situation, oxytocin is produced in abundance and your stress levels are lower and you can cope with life very easily. Life becomes wonderful. But when your oxytocin levels become low, then you start feeling overwhelmed. You start feeling that there's not enough time to do what you need to do. There's too much to do. You feel like there's not enough money. And uh, certainly when there is a money shortage and you have low oxytocin, you feel like there's even more money missing, so to speak. You feel it more, the sense of shortage and not enough. And this is very, very important for women to understand, which is to learn to do those things to help them cope with stress is to create a balance in their life to do more of the things they like to do and enjoy to do. And they don't have to cost a lot of money either. Well, and, you know, part of what your message has been, it truly has been to help all of us educate and inform all of us about, uh, you know, what we know and what we don't know. And I love what you just shared because you're right. Intuitively, we think we have got the answers to so many things. And in a sense, by having sort of not the right information, don't we truly push ourselves then to the opposite place that we want to be? That's exactly right. Women come home from their jobs and they feel a big list of things they have to do. And that feeling of I have to do it, it's like an emergency. I have to do it. And there's always this sort of unspoken expectation that if I get it done, then I'll feel happy. And the reality is it's, it's the opposite direction. When you're feeling pressured that you have to do things, you have to recognize that it's a hormonal imbalance that makes you feel pressured that you have to do them now and that you don't. And I know that your mind's telling you you do, but there's so many things that you don't have to do, but we think we have to do them. At least women do. They feel, I have to get these things done. These are really important. I can't relax unless these things get done. And we might call this learning to live with imperfection. If you want to get everything done on your list, it's impossible. And women will agree to that, and yet they'll still try to do that. And that's because there is a hormone. And that hormone is the cortisol hormone. And it will, when it's high, it pushes women into feeling as though everything is an emergency and it has to be done now. The problem for women, as opposed to for men, is that men's brains don't tend to be set off or triggered by little problems. Men's, the amygdala in a man is triggered by big problems. But for women, the amygdala is, is triggered by little problems. And when her stress levels are high, then she feels as though she has to do all the little solutions right away, and there's no, there's no time to relax. So she puts herself at the end of a never-ending list of important things to get done. And, you know, let me ask you this, Dr. Gray, for those of you just tuning in, a great, great show today. Dr. John Gray is joining us, Why Mars and Venus Collide, Improving Relationships by Understanding How Men and Women Cope Differently with Stress. What you just pointed out, I just automatically had a flashback, and the flashback that I had was this, this image sitting here and thinking, okay, he doesn't think it's important enough. I better pick up the slack because I'm like with the slacker now. And I better get it done, because if I don't get it done, it's not going to get done. I mean, is this part of sort of what exacerbates this problem? Well, you picked it up perfectly. 
It's and, and literally his brain is only going to trigger real emergencies. Her brain is designed to trigger small emergencies, but not to act on them all, but just to become aware of them and announce them to everybody else. Literally, if you look at the way the brain is is functioned in a woman, when she's under moderate stress, there's eight times more blood flow to the emotional part of the brain, which is then linked up to the communication part of the brain. While it's in the emotional part of the brain, she'll begin to experience distress. Then if she can communicate it, which is kind of like the sky is falling, the sky is falling, if she can tell that to somebody then the stress is released. I mean, literally, she finds relief if she can communicate it to others, which is, in a sense, it's like I don't have to feel responsible to do everything as long as other people understand the problem as well. It's not all up to me. But when she's in a relationship, because she doesn't have the communication skills or they don't have the communication skills for her to share what she sees are the problems, then he certainly doesn't see them, nor is he motivated to do anything about them. He's relaxing, and because she can't communicate it, then she feels, well, he's not going to do anything about it, then it's all up to me. Now, the irony here is that if she communicated what's going on inside of her on a regular basis, then she would be able to recognize that all these things really don't have to be done right now, and it's not all up to her, and she does have support and help. But the key thing is to get rid of that that urgency that women have, which is, uh, dispelled when they're able to lower the stress levels. And when they can lower the stress levels, they're happier and they have twice as much energy. Now, I emphasize these are real things. It's not like a, have more energy. It's literally twice as much of a chemical called ATP is produced in her body when her cortisol levels are low and her oxytocin levels are high. And then when women have plenty of energy, they can be relaxed, the sense of urgency goes away, the sense of overwhelm goes away, and they're not so much pressured by time at those points. Well, and, and, and this is really what we're talking about. It's almost like I'm, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying, and I'm having a, I think I'm having a hot flash listening to you, uh, because so much <laughs> of what you're talking about is what, I, is what we relate to. And definitely, you know, part of this is sort of the hot flash of things. I mean, when you think about it, uh, you know, we're having a response. Let me ask you a question, Dr. Gray. I, I mean, we'll talk about men as well. But let me ask you this question. Uh, what happens with this? Does this kind of build up for women? You know, do we sort of, you know, store it in our, well, what do I want to say, in our not getting resolved kit? And, you know, what happens with that? Do we implode? Yes, there is a buildup that happens. What I encourage couples to do, which is on a regular basis, so that they don't have to experience the explosion that happens when there's a buildup. There's a pressure building up in her. And what relieves that pressure, and as that pressure builds up, let me also say that the urgency increases in her life, and she begins taking on more and more things at at a time when she really needs to relax more and take on less things. But what helps her to relax, and this is, again, this physiological new awareness that we have, uh, is this hormone oxytocin. Now, let's say she's feeling urgency you know, my wife comes home, how you doing, honey? Oh, I got too much stuff. I don't want to talk about it. And unless I understand this stuff, I get her to talk about it. I say, oh, really? So-and-so said this or this or that, and I sort of engage her into a conversation. She's even the one who resists it. She's the one who needs it the most. And I'll even engage her, because often women today feel like they're so busy there's no time to talk. And that's because, in a sense, they've, they've sort of, as a pendulum swings, they swing over to their male side 
and feel that they have to solve all the problems before they can rest. But see, that doesn't work for women. That works for men. What men do during their day is there's problems to solve, and they work on solving them. And as long as men are solving problems, testosterone is produced and used up, but they feel good in that process. They're building up their testosterone levels, solving problems. They feel good. And at the end of the day, there's nothing they can do to solve those problems. So men have a mechanism when it comes to solving problems, which is to forget it. They can literally forget the problems. They can relinquish their responsibilities and sit on the couch and watch a football game as if they have no worry in the world. This is an ability that women do not have. They can't have that ability because if you're, a, if you're capable of making babies, your brain is designed so that you remember those babies all the time, 24 hours a day. And this is the new stress that women are under. And, and what I'm doing is creating a sense of, look, this is a new reality women have to face. We've got to wake up and make some changes here. Otherwise, everybody's going to be uncomfortable. What women are doing today is when they're in the work world, they're being responsible to be providers for their family and providers for the people they work for and their clients right. and so forth. That's a sense of responsibility. When women go home, they don't forget that responsibility. They carry that stress with them everywhere. And while they're at work, they carry with them the responsibilities of the home life. They well, don't and forget you know, this that is- as well. This is part of, uh, you know, this is part of really, you know, laying out this blueprint as you've done so wonderfully. I want to mention to everyone, Dr. John Gray joining me here today, best-selling author, fabulous, fabulous new book, Why Mars and Venus Collide, Improving Relationships by Understanding How Men and Women Cope Differently with Stress. And so, you know, the question that we'll address when we come back, stress, well, does that have Hello. anything to do with sex? That and much more. And what truly happens? What does the anatomy of a fight look like? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. I'm telling you, we're just heating it up here. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to SugarFreeMiracle.com, that's SugarFreeMiracle.com, and get started today. What's ahead for you or your business in 2008? Get your custom roadmap for next year from internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwick. Find out how to best focus your time and energy for the challenges and opportunities ahead. Call Madeline Gerwick at Polaris Business Guides for a personal or business consultation. Also ask about good timing for important events. Call toll-free 877-524-8300. That's 877-524-8300. From a place of special energy. The Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. That's 
the S-E-D-O-N-A tools.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I, we're, literally, we are just heating it up here. Best-selling author John Gray joining us here and joining us to, to, to make sure that we truly get the fact that, you know, Mars and Venus, do they collide? You bet. How do we understand what that collision is about? Well, Dr. John Gray is the leading expert in this area. Not only are we going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about what the heck you can do about it. Uh, Dr. Gray, thank you again for joining us here today. I want to make sure everybody has your website, which is www.marsvenus.com, and there are lots of ways for you to participate um, uh, through the work of Dr. John Gray. This is a fabulous, fabulous book. Um, it's fabulous in so many ways. And before the break, I, I kind of made a comment, what, what does stress have to do with that? And I wanted to ask you, can we pinpoint most of the disruption, most of the collisions in relationships to the stress point, and is it all on the woman's side? No, it's also on the men's side as well. It's just that women are under more stress today than men. Now, men are under more stress than ever before because if a woman's not happy, a man's not happy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when women are feeling financial pressures, it will double her stress levels. And this has been measured now, which is women coming home from work have double the cortisol levels that men have. And this is enormously significant. And men don't have a clue. They don't understand why she's the way she is. She doesn't seem as loving as she should be. And, and men sort of just ignore that, thinking, well, she's in a bad mood. I'll just leave her alone. Because when a man's in a bad mood, that's the best thing you can do is just ignore him. Let him come out of it on his own. Don't try to help other than you can be supportive by giving him lots of space and making yourself happy. So when women seem stressed out, men instinctively just give her lots of space and make themselves happy. But a happy man doesn't make a woman happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that's an aha moment, don't that's, you think? That, that's right. It's such an important <laughs> distinction. If we just follow our own instincts, I used to think, all right, my wife's in a bad mood. I'll just leave her alone for a while. What she's needing is affection. She's needing attention. She's needing help. She's needing some opportunity to express herself and feel heard. And she may know that or she may not know that. Uh, but in any case, when she does express herself, if she knows she wants to talk and she starts talking about things, to man it just sounds like complaining, and he just starts solving things or telling her, well, that's not a big deal. Well, don't worry about it. Well, I'll get to it. Well, why do you go to that job anyway? <laughs> and, and that's not what she's looking for at all. What she's looking for is, we might say, a sympathetic ear. Well, exactly. And then, you know, hence... Uh, how long is too long to just let her be alone? I mean, I had a conversation with a couple of people not too long ago, and, it, and you know, and the, and the guy in the relationship kind of stepped back and said, oh, I haven't talked to her in two decades. And I thought, okay, is this a joke? And I don't know that it really is a joke because there is this continuum, isn't there, of really leaving her alone. 
Oh, well, that's what men instinctively do, is they will just leave her alone. And they don't realize that women are different. If you leave them alone and ignore them, things don't get better, period. If you leave a man alone and ignore him, and actually if he, like, becomes very lethargic and passive, which a lot of men do, and they never want to get up and do anything when they're at home, many women will sort of just sit there and sit on the couch next to him or, or just wait for him to come out of his cave, as I call it, the cave. If he doesn't come out, then she needs to start going off and doing things that make her happy. And then when he sees she's happy without him, that starts to pull him out of the cave and then invite him to do things, to take her places, to to do things for her. And if she's happy while she's asking for things, he's very eager to come out and do that. Uh, it's it's like men, male psychology is so the opposite of women's. When mm-hmm. women are happy, they're just offering their support. They're busy wanting to get involved in your life. Men, you kind of have to pull them out. And women, if they're upset and they're pulling away, you need to go in there and ask what's going on. You need to offer to help. You need to plan some things. You, you know, you need to engage with her, and it'll be so supportive. And when couples don't know how to sort of... Uh, I call this the collision where we're misunderstanding each other. If we don't know how to turn it around, which only means changing your behavior, it's very simple to do when you know how to do it. If you, you turn it around, then you start feeling closer, you start experiencing more intimacy, you start experiencing sex again. There's, I, I just saw on the, one of the national shows somebody was doing their book, and the statistic was 20 million married couples maybe have sex six times a year. Yeah, and, and and probably all in one night. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't have it one night, but they it, it, no, up to kidding. six times. There, there are couples, if we have to recognize in the world we live in today, most people, 95% of all people or 90% of married couples, get together because they have a romantic relationship. And when it goes away, they think, well, they have no control over that because they didn't know how they created it in the first place. And so it was there automatically, and when it automatically goes away, they just assume that, well, that's that. But, but the problem is today's relationships are built upon that. They start that way. They're not arranged marriages by families. People have expectations. We live in a world where people want romantic fulfillment. They want sexual fulfillment. And when you stop having that in the relationship, you're going to constantly be reminded that you're missing out on something, and resentments will build up and so forth. And you're... The reality why romance has become so important today and sex has become so important in our culture is because a romantic relationship is a major stimulator of the hormones that lower a woman's stress as well as the hormones that lower a man's stress. For men, sex is a huge testosterone producer, and testosterone is the hormone that lowers stress for men. For women, romance and then sex is a major oxytocin producer, and oxytocin is the hormone that lowers stress for her. And, you know, we just, most people don't have anything to compare our lives with, but in my journeys and studies traveling to indigenous cultures, you'll see that those women could care less about whether their husbands are romantic or not. Romance is not important. Communication is not important, because those women get to spend all day long in a non-stressful job. See, they're, they're in the garden, they're with their children, and certainly that's work, but it's not the kind of stress of urgency and emergency. And that's what we call stress, and men's bodies adapt to that much easier than women's.
So what do women do? I mean, there are things that certainly we can learn from this, but and understanding the dynamic is so important. Uh, you know, I, I think each of us has been in a relationship where we've seen that if I go off and I go out and I have fun, whether it's my girlfriends or people at work or whatever that is, that does get somebody's attention. If I'm trying to pull somebody off the couch to join me, that turns out to be a miserable date. But there are some things that, that women can do. And I wanted to, to ask you, what would you suggest? Where do you suggest women go and start to get their stress level at a place where, you know, they can live and thrive each day? Okay, well, there's many different ways to jump into that swimming pool, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to start with the most valuable way is there's a concept in my book I talk about the 90-10 principle. If you want a man to support you more, and men can and they do, uh, have a, a tremendous ability to lower a woman's stress level and vice versa. But before you even think about what you need from a man, first spend 90% of your efforts towards making yourself happy in a way that's not dependent on a man in your life. If you're looking to a man to provide 100% fulfillment, he will fail. He will feel inadequate. He will lose motivation, and he will stop doing anything. So it becomes kind of like, I'll try. If it doesn't work, I give up. But if a woman is already 90% fulfilled, 90% happy, which is you feel good, you feel happy, life is good, then you ask a man to take you out on a date. You ask a man to listen to you talk about what's going on in your life. You ask a man to help you at those times. Then you're in a place where you'll naturally feel so happy to have him in your life. You'll, have bubbly, you'll be bubbling in delight and appreciation that you don't have to experience your happiness alone, but you can share it with somebody else and you can get his help. That's the ideal setting. And that's not always going to be the case, but that's the North Star we want to go towards, is focus on making ourselves happy and not expecting so much from our partners. So then we look at, from that point, we go, okay, what can we do to make ourselves happy? Well, for women, uh, the things that make women happy, it's, it's to shift women's direction from trying to do it all to realizing they need to balance taking care of the needs of others with taking care of their own needs. It's, there's an important balance that needs to be achieved there because when you go out of balance by giving and giving to others, you tend to go further that way rather than come back to giving to yourself. You feel guilty or you feel like you shouldn't be giving to yourself because other people have all these needs and you've made promises and so forth. But the only way to truly make a difference in the world is to come from a place of fullness within yourself. And for women to cope with stress, they need to have a balance of giving to others and giving to themselves. It's that reciprocity, that giving and receiving, that is so important. And if you're not getting back from others, then you need to give more to yourself, which means on a regular basis, get a massage. Massage is a major oxytocin producer. Create time to do things that you enjoy doing. For many women, that could be uh, going to lunch so you don't have to cook it or make the meal. You go to lunch with a friend or you go for a walk in nature or you go pick strawberries. You do all the kinds of things that you've enjoyed doing in your life, but you stop doing when you're under stress. Those very things, although they don't, they're not productive, they don't produce money, they don't produce results. It's those very relaxed, non-pressured activities that are not a sacrifice. There's no feeling like I have to do this. But there are things that you'd like to do if you had extra time. Those are the very things that you really have to do if you want to lower stress.
Well, you know, what I love what you're talking about here, and for those of you that are just tuning in, I want to say my very special guest today is Dr. John Gray. Uh, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, but this book is about why Mars and Venus collide. It's about improving relationships by understanding how men and women cope differently with, you know, with stress. You know, this book is so filled, Dr. Gray, it's so filled with nuggets. Um, it's, it's really sort of a, a blueprint for people. Um, what can we do, and I, and I want to say this, um, you, you know, what can we do when we find ourselves in kind of the middle of the battle, in the middle of the fight? Is there anything we can do to back off for a minute? Are we talking about within a couple? So couples in, a couple. in the middle of a conversation. Whenever you notice your your tone of voice is going up, um, and or you're feeling uncomfortable, um, and it's coming out in your words, or your partner is raising their voice, or your partner is saying things that sound unsupportive, at those times, just know, and we have to just look back to our experience to remind ourselves of this, it's only going to get worse. It rarely mm-hmm. gets better. <laughs> so here's some things you could say. Here's what I say, for example. Uh, I'll start to feel like we're we're beating a dead horse, that we're wasting time. Why do we have to go through this? This mm-hmm. is not a big deal. Let's forget it. Now, those are the reactions men typically have. And instead of feeling that way and feeling more and more that way, I, I'm noticing, okay, I'm starting to feel that way. She's certainly not going to feel like I care or understand where she's going. So I pause and I say, Honey, it's a, I'm starting to feel as though this is all my fault, and I know that's not what you're saying. So is there anything that I have done recently that's good? Would you tell me about that? And then we'll come back to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that and much more. What? Wow, what a blessing that was. What a nugget that was. Uh, thank you all. Uh, Dr. John Gray joining me here today on the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about Dr. Dr. Gray, you can go to his website, MarsVenus.com, www.MarsVenus.com. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, just check us out. Out, www.drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking about okay, what is the solution? What happens when it's time to make up? Is making up the best part of the fight? Is it true or not? Dr. John Gray joining us here today. Why men, uh, why Mars and Venus collide? And then once they do, what do you do to put all the pieces back? We'll be right back with the show. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready to blaze the trail with your product or service, but you're unsure how to bring it to the marketplace without compromising your integrity? Andrea Adler, founder of Holistic PR and known as the High Priestess of Spiritual Marketing, takes you on a journey that will transform everything you think about marketing. Call 505-983-7777 or visit HolisticPR.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-R.com. The 8th Annual Conscious Life Expo and Film Festival is coming up February 8th through the 11th at the Los Angeles Hilton. And it promises to be a bigger success than ever before. Bringing together cutting-edge leaders and lecturers. Confirmed speakers include Byron Katie, Gay Hendricks, Peaceful Warriors Dan Millman, 
best-selling authors Daniel Brinkley and Lynn Andrews, Eric Pearl, Dr. Joe Dispenza, celebrity psychic Linda Drake, and author and personality Vaishali. That's just some of the many guest lecturers that'll be there. Enjoy a comedy night, conscious business symposium, and music throughout the entire weekend. Not only will you be able to mingle with like-minded people, you'll be able to enhance your own self-growth by being at one of the largest premier mind, body, and spirit events in the United States. Go to ConsciousLifeExpo.com or call 800-367-5777 for early booking. For more info, visit ConsciousLifeExpo.com. You know the secret, but you still have questions. Explore life's deeper meaning. See One the Movie, now available on DVD. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Now, the film phenomenon that has been transforming hearts across the world is available online at OneTheProject.com. I encourage you to experience this incredible movie for yourself and uncover the riches of your soul today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Why Mars and Venus Collide. Wow, another great best-selling book from Dr. John Gray. And if you were captivated by men are from Mars, women are from Venus, you're going to be transformed by this book, Why Mars and Venus Collide. Dr. Gray, thank you so much for, for joining us here today. You know, we live in a quick-fix society. We live in a society where... If it takes me more than 30 seconds to either find a pill, potion, or lotion, or something that's going to enable me to create this quick fix change, something here, whether it's go out and buy a dozen roses, if it doesn't, if it takes any longer than that, I'm really not interested. But so the question is, you know, what are men expecting from women, and what are women expecting from men? Well, the underline right here is that we're, we have unrealistic expectations. <laughs> uh, men expect women to just be happy to see us and appreciate everything we've done, and why bother uh, complaining about things that aren't working when so many things are working? That's the man's world. And, of course, if everybody was that way, it would be a black-and-white world. There's more to just the things that are working. There's also... You know, there's something called feelings and disappointments and wish it was this way and could it be that way and wanting more. This is a part of life, but women typically are more aware of that part of the life. But uh, that's an unrealistic expectation men have of women. Women have the expecta- unrealistic expectations that men are just going to automatically do the things that, that women want. You know, here's a man, he says, all I want is to make you happy, honey. And that's the truth. Men <laughs> fall in love with women. We just want to make that woman happy. But we don't want to give up being authentic to our who we are. And we certainly can't do things to make her happy if we don't know what those things are. And a woman says, but I've told him. We went out on a date. I said, this is wonderful. Well, the way that registers in a man's head is, okay, I did that already. I shouldn't have to do that again. It's kind of like I wrote that book. I don't want to write it again. (laughs) It's There's this unrealistic expectation that women have that men should just know and automatically do the things that would make her happy. 
And I'll even push it further to almost like the ultimate definition of romance. Women want romance, and, and they can have it, and men can give it, but we have to have a more... We have to have instructions on a more realistic kind of romance that will work just as well as this unrealistic kind that women have, which I would portray by the phrase, uh, he should know what I want even if I don't and do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But of course that's true. (laughs) (laughs) And of course it would. It's wonderful when a man does that, you know, when he can think of something she would like and on his own, figure it out and provide that for her. What that does is it triggers a hormone called oxytocin. That then is a payoff inside of her. It makes her feel good. It lowers her stress levels, allows her to feel the love in her heart, and boom, she feels like, ah, if I could just have that over and over and over, then I would be a happy person. Well, it turns out that you don't have to be a master magician or lucky like that to produce oxytocin in a woman. You can actually do simple things, but a lot of them, like bring her the flowers. That's a simple thing. Write her a little note from time to time. I mean, that's the whole thing of Valentine's Day. Men just do not get it. But writing her a note, putting it in a card, putting it in an envelope, sealing the envelope, putting her name on the outside, and laying that somewhere for her to find, that is a whole process that men go, why do that? If, if, if she wants to know I love her, I'll say, honey, I love you. And, and make it more efficient, I'll wear a ring, and that says I love you. So why should I ever have to say I love you, get a card, or do any of those things? Well, it's, from the woman's point of view, well, that's an absurd statement, because what she could say in return to him next time he won sex, she could say, well, honey, we already had sex. Why do we want to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I hope everybody out there has written that one down. <laughs> so the, the, the concept here is that little things make a big difference in a woman's life, particularly when she's under stress. They make an even bigger difference because it's little things that stimulate oxytocin. It's big things that stimulate testosterone. And, and that's why men, men, are, men need to make 30 times more testosterone in a day. Let's say I'm doing, going to a job and it pays me a mediocre wage. I'm, I'm excited because it's paying my bills. But let's say it, it provides a bigger wage, double the wage. I'm suddenly doubly excited. I'm so excited about that for a while. That keeps me going, anticipating that. Bigger is better in the world of testosterone. Uh, but women don't live in a world of testosterone. Testosterone doesn't lower a woman's stress levels. It feels good. Give her a big diamond ring and she'll get all excited, but it's not going to produce the oxytocin that a lot of little things would produce. And also to realize that oxytocin is kind of like short-term memory. (laughs) (laughs) You do something nice and it's forgotten a few days later. Men think this should go down in the hall of records and I should get credit for it forever. It doesn't work that way in a woman's physiology. It works that way in a man's. Testosterone levels make a big impression. You get credit forever for certain things. But for women, they need an ongoing kind of support, which is this oxytocin support. So, well, and you know, part of what you're you're talking about is, uh, you know, really, you know, this whole d- different frame of reference from from you know between men and women. It's you know constantly re- remember, honey, when I did that, and you're like, you know what? I can hardly remember two seconds ago, let alone you know last year when you did this. But all of this kind of comes to the forefront uh, in a number of different ways. One uh, that I wanted to ask you about. One is that. You know, now that we've had these disagreements, now that we're at this place where we're clearly not on the same page, you know, what can we do 
What can we do to either avoid the collision point? We've talked about a number of different things here. But let's say we have collided. Where do we go to pick up the pieces? Well, always what you have to rebuild trust, okay? So if I put my hand in fire and it burns me, I don't want to do that again. Oh, boy, you said it. (laughs) Unless somehow I get a message that I can trust that says I'm not going to get burnt again. Um, and, And... so it takes a few times of couples sort of unknowingly hurting each other or stepping on each other's toes, and we start distancing ourselves, pulling away, pulling away. And it just <clears throat> it, it happens very slowly over time. The symptom of that is this sort of loss of passion or interest in your partner. Sometimes it's a hot or cold thing, which is I'm going to leave this marriage and so forth. Sometimes that's it. But for many people, it's also just slowly losing interest in the relationship and other things becoming more important. And and, uh, either way, the solution is gaining insight that points out to you that you can share with your partner that you've learned something you've done has been a mistake, and it's something that you can correct. That's what it takes. Saying I'm sorry for things doesn't work after a while. You know, I remember one male I was counseling, he says, my wife always says she's sorry later, but I've had enough I'm sorry. I just wanted to change. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and you keep biting me. I don't care if you're sorry. You keep biting me. Uh, Apologies are good, but they're not always the answer because an apology needs to contain with it not just, gee, I'm sorry that happened, I regret that happened. There needs to be some sort of awareness communicated that, I see what I did, and I'm capable of correcting that and changing that. And that's an important factor. And that's why I've written these books, which is to help couples, individuals, read through them and say, ah, this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing. These are things I can actually change in a realistic way. Now, and I want to emphasize, these are things I can change in a realistic way because how you react to your partners is something sometimes you just cannot change. Your partner says something, right. you just have a reaction inside. But what you do with that reaction is something you can change. For example, a woman could say, I want my husband to fully be interested in what I have to say. Well, what if I'm not interested in what she has to say? And she gets that message, then she feels that, well, there's no way I could ever make this relationship work, and she gives up hope. As opposed to what I can show her is he may not be interested in what, what's interesting to you all the time, but he is interested in making you happy. So if you want to talk about something and you tell him, I'm going to talk about this for 10 minutes, it would make me really feel really good if you just listened so that you know a part of my life that's important to me. So I feel that part of my life I'm sharing with you. And he actually just listens. What you'll find is oxytocin will be produced and his listening will be enough to make you happy, and you'll feel connected with him even though he doesn't have the same interest that you have. A lot of times couples make very unrealistic demands of themselves. Well, he has to think this way. He has to feel this way. He has to do that. She has to do this. Otherwise, I'm just not happy in this relationship. And then suddenly I come along as a therapist and teach them something over here to the side where they can connect and where they can stimulate these hormones, these feel-good hormones, and feel their love for each other. And then the fact they don't get along on these other things, it doesn't matter at all. They have no demands for it. I certainly don't expect my wife to be interested in everything I say or do. But if I'm feeling empty inside, then I start making these unrealistic demands. 
Well, and you know, I love what we're talking about here. There's so much information. Dr. John Gray joining me here today. When we come back, I'm going to break out into song. I'm going to sing the song Feelings, that thing that we expect most men to have. And do they really have them? Well, Dr. John Gray is joining us here today when we come back. We'll be talking about men and feelings, and we'll be talking about women and feelings. You know, are we on the same playing ground with that? And what can we do about that? Is the idea or are feelings one of the most misunderstood aspects of relationships? Dr. John Gray in the house. We'll talk about that and much more when we come back with the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back, everybody. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Tap into more of your brain potential. The exceptional HemiSync technology can help you achieve a focused, whole brain state. Refined with nearly 50 years of research and development, this patented audio guidance technology has been scientifically and clinically proven to be effective. Visit the Monroe Products website at HemiSync.com. That's H-E-M-I-S-Y-N-C.com. Or call 1-800-541-2488. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I am thrilled to bring you this incredible offer from Lloyd Wright. Lloyd was a special guest on the Dr. Pat Show, and he's offering a copy of his book, Triumph Over Hepatitis C, to everyone that calls in this number, 877-676-1615, and you'll get a copy of Lloyd's book. Visit HepatitisCFree.com. Call 877-876-1615 for your free book. Call now. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Learn how to balance mind, body, and heart during your own renaissance and improve the quality of your life and those around you. Bust the crust of your egoic thinking. Michael Nardi, the Renaissance Man, author of the new book, Stop Thinking, Start Living, and Begin Celebrating Every Moment, tells the story of his mother-in-law, Mama Jay, her miracle, and how he stopped thinking and how he celebrates every moment. Check out michaelnardi.com. That's michael, N-A-R-D-I.com. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pack Show. Dr. John Gray joining me here today. You know, I just kind of talked about feelings. I mean, this thing that all women want. Well, what do, what do men want? Well, you know, Dr. Gray, men want to know if there is a pill for oxytocin. I mean, don't you think? I mean, is there? Well, that's what they're always asking because everything I'm teaching now, I'm able to help men. Men really just want women to be happy, and they often feel frustrated they can't make her happy. And what we've explored and discovered now on the scientific level is that it's things that stimulate the production of oxytocin that help women to be happy. But if a man could do some of the things I'm suggesting, you can't just take a pill and suddenly everything's fine. But you, if, you, if you do the things I'm suggesting, for example, or the loving things that women need to feel happy, and if she doesn't have the right nutrition in her body, her body won't make oxytocin. And that's what's really frustrating for guys is sometimes they try this stuff and it doesn't work because she's already under too much stress. So see, when a woman's under stress, that's cortisol levels are elevated. When cortisol is elevated, her blood sugar is unbalanced, and therefore she's not going to make a steady uh, supply of brain chemicals during the day. So one of the most important things is that women need to have stable blood sugar. At my website, I, I sell these products, but you can get them at health food stores as well. And one of them to help stabilize blood sugar is called PGX. It's a fiber you take before a meal, and it literally stabilizes your blood sugar for four to five hours. And what that means is for four to five hours, she's going to be making plenty of the good brain chemicals so that she doesn't have these sort of big big stress explosions or feeling a deficit inside. That's one example. Another is in order to make serotonin, remember to make oxytocin, your brain has to be stimulating serotonin. Well, to make serotonin, you can take 5-HTP. It's an amino acid precursor to making serotonin. That's also available in many stores, also at my website. Another, just a small amount every day. It's not like a drug. It's not going to make you happy, but it's when good things happen, you're going to be able to feel that good thing and allow it to affect you as opposed to feeling overwhelmed by all the things that aren't working. Uh, another one is a very important mineral, which is called lithium, which is greatly misunderstood by people because it's been used as a drug in high doses and it has toxic side effects. But the Germans figured out to bond lithium in small doses uh, to auratic acid and create something called lithium orotate, and that will calm the brain. Literally, everybody I know that's under stress would benefit if they had more stable blood sugar, uh, if they had this, uh, this mineral, which is lithium orotate. What happens is that when you eat refined sugar products, which is what people tend to do when their blood sugar is low and their stress levels are high, we tend to crave, uh, you know, donuts and cookies and breads and pastas and all those kinds of refined products, which we're all familiar with is the no-nos, but we'll still eat them when we're under stress. Those products deplete the brain of lithium, and lithium is the cofactor necessary to make serotonin. 5-HTP is the amino acid necessary to make serotonin, and stable blood sugar is the fuel to do it. So these are some of the ingredients necessary to help produce more serotonin in a natural way 
so that women can have an abundance of oxytocin. Well, and you know, these are, this is just a little bit of what you also talk about. Um, I wanted to take a few minutes, Dr. Gray, for you to mention some of the resources you have on your website as well. Well, one of the things is that often women feel I can't talk to my partner or I'm not in a relationship to talk to my partner and maybe going to a therapist is too expensive or is too much of a commitment, someone to talk to, and I just seem so busy. We have online coaches all the time available to people, and we do a process which I teach in my book for people to do with each other as well, which is called the Venus Talk. This is for women, but we have one for men as well. But it's a way to just talk about what you're feeling in a very structured way uh, to help stimulate oxytocin. And we do it in 10 or 15 minutes. That's all it takes. And it's actually good if it only takes 10 or 15 minutes because you start training your body to experience high levels of oxytocin very quickly as a way to cope. That's a coaching process. I myself, I get coached almost every day just for a few minutes from someone just to keep me in balance and get my stimulate the testosterone in me by setting goals and being accountable and various things. For women, it's more about talking about the things that are frustrating her in her life, disappointments and worries and concerns. If you talk about that with somebody who's not trying to help you solve those problems but listening, primarily just listening, it will stimulate oxytocin. It's a whole new way of interacting, so that's another thing which is available, as well as our online magazine, which is every day more little articles helping people to, you know, be inspired, just as at your website. I'm blown away by how wonderful your website is with all the resources and the, the amount of support which is available there. These are such great things to help people sort of, uh, hear positive messages again and again to counteract the negative messages that we're getting all the time from others and from the news and from the world. You know, I like all those messages, but I have to balance them with the positive messages. So myself, I have to sort of take a shower of positive messages every day before I go mm-hmm. out to greet the world. Well, and, you know, let's so, you know, let's talk about that for a minute because uh, there are some people that believe, you know, really we've never seen this level of stress uh, before in our society. Uh, I had someone tell me the other day that he's gone through, uh, you know, a World War, Vietnam, Korea, uh, war, and Korean War, and he's never felt the stress that they feel right now. And I wanted to ask you about that um, as we bring the show to close, and thank you for joining us here today. What suggestions would you have for people, given that we're living right now in what some people consider a heightened level of external uh, stress stimulus? Well, one of the illusions of life that we, as we grow and we become more maybe aware or enlightened, we discover that no man is an island, that we can't do it ourselves, and that we are really interdependent. And it's a, it's a form of arrogance to think that we can be happy on our own without feeling our needs for others. And it's these kind of times that actually humble us and help us to reach out, force us to reach out, where we begin to remember the importance of relationship, of connection, of loyalty, of sharing, of caring. And there's, there is a, a silver lining on this cloud. Uh, when things don't fit the way we think they should, then suddenly we do feel our need for help. And this is the time we need to reach out and get that help. And listening to this program and programs like this that you have help inspire people to know where can I reach out to get help because when you're receiving that help, that's where the fulfillment comes and that helps us to cope with stress in a much better way. 
Well, and, and, you know, this has been a great show and a great conversation, Dr. Ray. Thank you so much for joining uh, us here today. I want to make sure that everyone has the website again. It's uh, really easy, www.marsvenus.com. The book, uh, by the way, uh, is New York Times bestseller, Why Mars and Venus Collide, Improving Relationships by Understanding How Men and Women Cope Differently with Stress. I would love to ask you, Dr. Gray, if you would share your personal message for uh, everyone today. Well, my personal message when it comes from when it comes for better relationships is I've summed it up, and I may write a whole book on this subject, but it really sums up the message of coping with stress is to remember men that women love a man with a plan. Don't wait to the last minute to plan a date, but plan it in advance, and then women can look forward to it. It makes such a big difference, and for women for you to know that men love a woman with a smile. A woman's appreciation, a woman's joy, a woman's happiness is one of the greatest gifts she can give to a man. And to allow him to be there to make her happy is an even better gift. And when we come together learning that we can do little things and make a big difference in the lives of others, that's where we're able to experience the greatest fulfillment in our lives. Well, thank you, Dr. John Gray, joining us here today. Uh, and again, everyone, lots of information on Dr. Gray's website, lots of information in this book, uh, and it is truly a way for us to improve relationships and understand how we can be loving together. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and turning on the Dr. Pat Show, as you do each and every week and several times a week for some of you. And again, Dr. Gray, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right, everybody. Until next time, remember that you have everything you need inside you to make life, life be exactly what you want it to be. But sometimes you have to pick up a book. And the book that you're, that you're going to pick up today is Why Mars and Venus Collide. Why? Because I know you don't want that collision. All right, everyone. Make sure that you step out into this world. You hold your head up high and that you really, really step out and believe you are magnificent. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.